This is Backspin Golf with Matthew Lawrence. Your 803 tea time every Sunday morning right here on ESPN Sports Radio 1392.5. Backspin Golf is brought to you by Clark's Pump and Shop, Lexington Parks and Recreation, Edwin Watts Golf, and Georgetown Advantage Air. Let's join your host, Matthew Lawrence, for Backspin Golf. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Sunday. Welcome to Backspin Golf. 803 Tea Time, the Square Country Club, right here on Main Street in Lexington. As I always say, the uh, fairways are running real fast here on Main Street. All you got to do is just get the ball a little bit up in the air and it won't stop till Georgetown. Uh, another great show, as we always have. That's right. That's Ali said, it ain't bragging if it's fact. Joining me today will be Ryan Ballinger of Golf News Net. Uh, that's always fun. He is an expert. And as I will talk to him about, he's now a media mogul, kind of. And then uh, my pal Matt Saturnus of Plugged In Golf, uh, who's pluggedingolf.com, does everything from reviews of basically everything in golf, clubs, shoes, shafts, everything. Uh, I, I have questions I want to ask him about how he actually does what he does because it's amazing. Uh, he'll join us. And then locally... Tyler Van Hoos, who runs the whole deal over at Keen Trace. Champions at Keen Trace and Keen Run, both golf courses. He's in charge over there. And uh, we have just coming up is the D3 National Golf Championship. They're going to use both courses. And, of course, we'll talk about the Barbasol Championship over there at Champions at uh, Keen Run, July 13th to the 16th. And that'll be a great discussion. It's always fun to talk to Tyler. So uh, let's get ready. Let's tee it up. Here we go. You know, it's always great on Backspin Golf. When I get to deal with moguls, that's the only word I can think of, and I don't mean like the hill on a mountain that you go skiing on. I'm talking about media moguls, and Ryan Balangie's one of them because he is involved in so many things now with golf that that's the only way I can describe him. Uh, it's Golf News Net and all that that empire implies now. Don't shake your head at me. It's all that that media empire implies now. Hi, Ryan Balangie. <laughs> Hi, Matt Lawrence. Those are way too many embarrassing words to no, be associated no. with me. No, 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 no. You know, it used to be that way with you. Like before, it was, yeah, this cool website and a little. We got a lot more going on now with you. And, uh, you know, whatever you try to say, I'm not going to buy it because I, I see it. So go ahead. You, if you want to say something, go ahead. I mean, we got stuff going on. Yeah, that, that, we'll, we'll just say that. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, this and this is what I'm talking about. It's not just, um, you know, your Twitter account, Golf News Net. Uh, we have a Sirius XM station, right? You're on Sirius XM now, correct? 
Well, iHeart, but we, we can't take I the mean, PGA I Tour Heart. Network spot yet. Oh, okay. That's right. I'm sorry. iHeart. Uh, and so we're on there. And yeah. when when people go to thegolfnewsnet.com, I, I look at this periodically, and I pulled it up again last night. There are so many things going on on this website. It's amazing to me. And there, I'll get to a question I have about some, what's going on now, I promise. But when I, on, we're doing this Zoom call, as we do, and I get to look at you and go through this stuff. Uh, fantasy golf and golf betting featured. There's a whole thing about Byron Nelson, the model and fantasy golf rankings. This is on thegolfnewsnet.com. So we have Byron Nelson betting and daily fantasy picks, current form, course fit, and horses for courses. We have the Wells Fargo Championship from the 7th. I'm going down through here. How to watch the Byron Nelson, the LPGA Tour, four bucks. We have all kinds of news things going on here. How do you do this, Ryan? And your podcast is fantastic, too, by the way. And you well, do that. Nice you, you do that regularly. How do you? How are you doing all this stuff? Uh, force of will, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I'm, kind of, I'm, I'm kind of. This is the first time since I started doing this that I kind of feel like I've. There's. I'm doing the maximum amount I probably can do. Yeah. And that was kind of the goal the whole time was to see how far I could push myself mm-hmm. until not that I broke, but that I couldn't <laughs> do anymore, you know? Right. And then that would be the point I knew I would need to either take on investment or sell to somebody else right. or go in another direction with it and bring on more people. Yeah, and so this is kind of one of those years where the radio station has been well received. I, I haven't heard a single person say something bad about it. So oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah, uh, we're working on a, a basically a little miniature linear TV channel that'll be on you know Pluto TV and wow. Samsung TVs and things. Working on that hopefully later this year, mm-hmm. and then. That has kind of come at the cost a little bit of the website, though. I mean, I write probably thirty to forty percent less this year, so it's um, it's trying to be a balancing act that I'm probably failing at in some ways and being okay at in others. I was just going to say, and being very successful in other ways. I saw your tweet about that you were writing thirty or forty percent less, and so that's it's all tied up in it. It's all it's just always fascinating to me that. I have guests and, and friends of mine, like you are, who are on uh, golf podcasts, t- Twitter, all the kind of things, and how they actually – because for me, doing backspin golf, you know, for an hour a week is pretty easy compared to everything that most of my friends do. But I have a lot of other things going on, you know. I'm not saying I'm right. just laying on the couch it's just every day. It's how you spend the eight or – 10 or whatever number of hours you work every day. How, how yeah. are you trying to get right. the right. most out of it? And that that's what I'm trying to figure out now. And right. And you will. And we'll figure it out and figure the right mix and get right. the right partners. And we're doing all that now. Right. So it's a little bit of a transition year. Okay. Well, good. And Sean, did you hear that? Ryan just said about the eight or 10 hours that I, how I use it during the day to work. Okay. Anyway, 
anyway, your mileage may vary. <laughs> they from day to day, things come up. Things anyway. Here's what I always, whenever I'm lucky enough to have you on the show, I always save things to ask because you're the guy I want to explain to me because I'm basically an idiot. Can you explain to me and to my listeners what is going on? We have a PGA championship coming up very soon at Oak Hill. There is a whole, the last couple days especially, there have been a lot of discussion about the way the field for the PGA tournament is set up what are the requirements for getting in? What's going on? Some guys that have enough PGA Tour points. Can you explain that whole thing to us? Yeah. So, I mean, every major, every tournament, really, but especially the majors, have their own qualification criteria. This is how you get in. Right. And all the majors kind of have the same or very similar, like, top five, six categories, right? Former winners, PGA Championship winners get in for life. If you won on one of the other three majors in the last five years, if you won the players in the last three years, if you won a PGA tour event, mm-hmm. if you uh, won the PGA or you know, one of the 30 players in the, the PGA professional championship, you know, one of the, that, that fills out a lot of the field. And then the next step is this PGA championship points list, which is basically just a money list mm-hmm. from the PGA tour since the last PGA championship and the top 70 players on that list get in. Well, and then after that, you've got to make sure you have 156 players. Mm-hmm. And so the PGA of America for probably going on 15 years now has gone out of their way to invite players out of the top 100 in the world ranking. And they can do that at their discretion. And then after that, they can fill in with whoever the heck they want. I mean, right. It's their tournament, right? Right. But now people are upset because the official world golf ranking doesn't mean exactly the same thing that it did even two years ago. There's been a lot so, going on with the official world golf ranking, as we all right, know. The way the points are assigned to tournaments has changed. Right. So many players are losing points because they went to live, and mm-hmm. they knew that, right? And the European tour guys, DP World Tour guys, they don't get as many points as they once did because they don't have a minimum anymore. Mm-hmm. So the PGA of America decided, hey, we're going to invite some DP World Tour guys that are playing well, like Yannick Paul and the Hoygaard brothers. Mm-hmm. And they skipped over a couple of guys that are maybe a little higher ranked in the official World Golf ranking. And they skipped over some live guys. Right. And now a whole bunch of people have got, you know, got a bug in their crawl because their their particular friend or buddy or someone they root for didn't get invited well guess what they've been doing it this way for 15 years you just noticed this week Uh, yeah well i think a lot of it has to do that people don't understand this owgr uh stuff as opposed to this particular major is they have their own set of requirements to get in. And I, to be honest, I didn't realize that until I started a couple of days ago reading about, what. Well, wait a minute, what's going on with this? So, you know, that's something people don't really know about. Right. And it, it's not particularly of interest to a whole lot of people because the 144th best player in the field is right. probably not going to win the PGA championship. Right. No slam on that player, whoever you determine it to be, but odds are you're not going to win. Yeah. You're just right. happy to make the cut and get a good payday. So then now that we've got all this controversy around live and the OWGR and what that means. And now 
all, all of a sudden people think they're experts, even though they have no idea about the history of it or, right. or why it's done the way that it's done. Right. I just always, this stuff is always fascinating to me. Have you, now you've played, you're really good and you've played a lot of great golf courses. Have you ever played Oak Hill? I haven't. And that's one of, I haven't yeah. played a whole lot of upstate New York or New England golf even. Right. Yeah. I haven't played, I've played a lot of great courses. I haven't played Oak Hill either, but I was reading a thing earlier today that this is going to be an interesting test because they're saying, sources tell me, I have a lot of inside sources in that, uh, you know, PGA of America office, that this is this might be more like a U.S. Open than a PGA championship because the fairways are going to be narrow, the rough's going to be up, and that golf course is a test. It is, and if you think about the times Oak Hill has hosted a major, whether it's a U.S. Open or a PGA, take the last time out of it because Jason Duffner shot a think what 13 under and one and he had a 63 right but take that out of it otherwise the winning scores are pretty close to par they're not Mm -hmm. many under par so i i think they're going to try and set it up to be tougher t to green because they took out a lot of the trees they had a guy named andrew green come in and did a renovation Mm -hmm. to the style of ross and it's apparently gorgeous and incredible but it's not as much of a tree-lined golf course as it once was so they're going to replace the trees with rough and they're going to try and make it play a little bit more difficult that way instead of the putting surfaces, which I think they're still going to be pretty tricky anyway. Right. But I think that's their, their way they're going to try to defend par this week. Uh, I just thought of something. Here's an idea I'm throwing out to you. We have one of only 44 PGA tournaments worldwide, 44 of them. One of them, uh, July 13th to the 16th, the Barbasol Championship, is right here in Lexington, Kentucky. I think you need to do some on, on-site on work for Golf News Net at the Barbasol Championship. That's what I think. And I think if you I could, set, be, I could be convinced to pay a visit down to Kentucky. If you start scheduling your stuff, it's July 13th that week, I think maybe you might be able to squeeze in a couple of days here. And I'm thinking, I know some people, we have some good golf courses here. I might be able to, you know, just just for Golf News Net. I mean, hey, I, I like know. being where I'm welcome. Yeah, so, okay. You know. Well, it would definitely be that. It feels definitely, like an open invitation. It is, anytime. Anytime you're here. But the Barbasol, it's so much fun. And as I said, it's great. It's a PGA event. We, I do my daily show Wednesday through Sunday out there, and uh, the people are fantastic. Darren Nelson, who runs the tournament, is great. And uh, it's a big deal. It's a full field, 156 this year. There'll probably be 50 or so coming over from the DP World Tour. We, you know, we've had all kinds of things going on, so it would be great for you to do that. All right, I'm going to let you go because I know you got you're very busy. You're a media mogul and you have an empire to run, and uh, you know some golf to play too. So uh, an empire of like three computers. That's about it. Yeah. That's two more than I have in my empire, pal. So <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Thanks a million. It's always great to talk to you. I'll talk to you soon. Backspin Golf with Matthew Lawrence is brought to you by Commonwealth Credit Union. Welcome back. Yay. Yay. Another chance for me to speak with my buddy, Matt Saturnus, uh, who is, 
I won't say where he lives because he'd have people showing up to like check and see if the things that he and his mates review for plugged in golf. Maybe he's got a garage. I'm going to ask him this. This will be good. Hi, Matt Saturnus. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. That's let's start there. So plugged in golf, which I always say whenever we're fortunate enough to have you join us. This is, it's on Twitter, it's at PluggedInGolf or PluggedInGolf.com. Everything reviews, myth-busting, it says, instruction, it has all of that. I want to talk to you today mostly about some reviews about some new stuff that's come out, but is your garage, like, filled with stuff that you've reviewed? Like, if I happen to be, say, around where you live, uh, and I just decided maybe to drive over to say hello to you, and uh, maybe the garage door was open. Could I go in there and, like, get all this shoes and shafts and clubs? Do you have stuff in your garage? <laughs> Not the garage, no, but the oh. office, yes. Oh. The office is, is a okay. train wreck. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. But that's, see, that's at least, then you'd have to actually let me in, and then we'd have to go to your, yeah, or whatever. You know you're always welcome. Oh, you're here we go. Welcome. Okay, Sean, you saved that so I can play it back for him that he said it. <laughs> uh, since we, I mean, obviously the weather has gotten better. Well, meanwhile, in Chicago up there where you are, is it snowing? Is it still, is it spring yet? No, we've had beautiful weather lately. Oh, how about that, Sean? We've had beautiful weather lately. Yeah, we have too, except for the thunderstorms and the 50-mile-an-hour winds. Other than that, we've been doing good. Um, so have you had a chance to get out and play? I've got, I think, four nine-hole rounds. That's oh. Nine holes is what I aspire to these days. So that's not bad. Yeah, well, you're a very busy guy. Uh, I think I may have asked you this before, but I want to talk about it again for a minute. So you're, this website and the incredible work that you do with your reviews and myth-busting instruction, all of it, it's you and four others, right, that are involved yes. in all this. Okay. Yep. Yep. Four other guys are writing reviews. Okay. And uh, how do you, do you like go to Edwin Watts as a sponsor of our show here? Do you go like walk into an Edwin Watts and look around to see what they have and go, oh, that'd be interesting to review. They have these new shafts over here. How do you actually, you and your cohorts pick what to how to review things and what to review yeah so it's really easy because we review everything oh. the goal since the start has been to be completely comprehensive that if, if taylor made has four new drivers this year we're going to review every single one that's kind of unbelievable to me because as we all know the golf industry has a ton of product as we like to say in the business like i'm in the business but um there's, that's what's interesting to me. There's so much. For example, uh, I saw you have a thing up on, on Twitter or your website about, let's start with the, the stand bag. Vessel Golf mm -hmm. continues to improve the stand bag with the new Sunday 3. So mm -hmm. do you, these companies like Vessel Golf, do you call, uh, not that I'm thinking of doing this at all, <laughs> Don't get the wrong idea. Do you call Vessel Golf and say, I'm at Saturnus, I'm with Plugged In Golf, and we're going to review your new stand bag? And then they send you a stand bag? 
and you review it? Is that how it works? Yeah. And generally, because you know, this is April, August will be 10 years for us. So when we started wow. out, it was a lot of, hey, I'm Matt Saturnus and here's <laughs> right. the website. I'd love, I'd love to check out your new driver. Um, now it's, it's a pretty much constant communication with all the big OEMs and they tell us, Hey, here's what's coming out next. We're going to send you this. What specs do you need? Wow. Um, it's just a, it's a nice ongoing conversation. So we, you know, they all kind of know who we are and, uh, we can make sure we get the content up for the readers in a timely fashion. That's it really is. This is quite a racket you got going here. I'm just saying, uh, maybe that's the, not, not the right word, but this is a good, let's put it this way. This is a great thing you got going on here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Scam. No, yeah, scam well, I, I would never say that racket. Then we'll use racket. It'll be okay. okay. <laughs> no, this is actually brilliance, which is what I expect from you with everything we talk about. And there are other things you and I talk about other than golf equipment and things, but we won't, not for this show, we won't get into it. Yeah. So did you, how do you, the five of you decide which things you're going to review? Like, how do you divvy it up? Sure. Um, so some of it ba is based on player type. Mm -hmm. So uh, we have players who are you know, faster swingers, players who are a little slower. We have players who are really quite good. I mean, we don't have anybody who's not a, a good player, but we've got players who are better than others. Right. And a lot of it comes down to who is a particular club or piece of equipment geared toward ah. and then flowing it to that player so that the reader is then getting the perspective that makes sense for that piece of equipment. This is just unbelievable to me. The thought that seriously, I'm not kidding. I like to kid around with you, but I'm not kidding around here. The, the level of that kind of uh, desire to do it for the right segment of the golf popula population other than, because all you see from most places is, wow, this is the new driver and, you know, it's great. It goes 30 yards longer, whatever they're going to say. But for you to break it down that way is a really great thing. So, all right, let's let's Thank ask you. here, hypothetically, let's say. Let's say there is a, a reader who used to be a five handicap and has gotten older, has had his hip replaced. <laughs> Uh, this is hypothetical, of course, uh -huh. has yeah. had his hip replaced uh, and now is just starting because the weather is bad where he lives, has been bad. He's just starting to get out and play a little bit more, uh, has never had a, a really good swing speed ever. Even when he was a five, he didn't hit the ball that far. So mm -hmm. let's say there's a guy like that somewhere. Mm -hmm. what sure. uh what kind which one of the drivers that are out now would you think maybe this would be a good fit for that hypothetical person <laughs> yeah um so i i got to give you my standard line which is everybody's got to get fit ah, right it's, okay fitting yeah. is yeah. fitting is the key right um you know there's some really great choices the spin overall i think the industry is trending toward lower spin mm -hmm. so you can get really high forgiveness and and still hit your target spin rate for a player who's not super high speed they don't need the low spin model they can take the the standard model whether that's a tailor-made stealth or a uh, callaway paradigm or the pxg like 0311 xf mm -hmm. any of those super forgiving mid spin just going to be really easy to hit great ball speed all across the face uh all good choices there hmm. okay well, uh, hypothetically, if I could find someone that fit all that stuff, I'll have to pass that 
information <laughs> along to them. All right. Now, let's move on to, again, on your Twitter feed, uh, at Matt Saturnus. Uh, Matt Saturnus at Plugged In Golf is where we should go in your 19,000 followers. It's unbelievable. Anyway, at Plugged In Golf. Uh, let's talk for a minute about shoes. Now, we all see, they. if we're watching golf, which those listening to the show probably do, we see these commercials on all the LPGA, PGA, whatever, whatever it is. And you would think like, okay, here's a direct question. I'm glad I thought of this. Have you reviewed Squares shoes? A long time ago. Yeah, okay. about uh, two, three years ago. Yeah. Okay. It's, I think it still applies, even though that now they're even improved from what they were. The first time yeah. I saw Nick Faldo with that commercial and the squares, and he said, by wearing these shoes, you could add at least 10 yards of distance to a drive. I went, are you kidding me here? I mean, seriously? Yeah, Nick, I don't know if he's hard up for money or, or what. But <laughs> yeah, that's... Well, but rough. they've come there now, two or three years later, they have all these new improved versions of the square shoe. I'm not doing it. I won't do it because the guys I play with, uh, I will. It, it's not worth being made fun of that much. I, I'll tell you, the, the one I tested a long time ago, the thing that stands out is how heavy they were. Oh, see. Um, and I like to walk, so that's not going to fly for me. And I, I will say, subsequently, we always get comments on the website, and a lot of people are really generous in sharing mm-hmm. their feedback on on products and brands with other readers, which is fantastic. Right. And the number of good comments is really outweighed by the number of comments about bad customer service, not great quality. Yeah, see. Yeah, but that's why websites like yours are so helpful in so many ways. I mean, if people yeah. are being honest about those things, that's exactly what we want to hear from from you guys and from the other people. Now, uh, on if people go to your Twitter account at Plugged in Golf or PluggedInGolf.com, there will be some uh, things that say news, and that's just mm-hmm. a press release, you told me, from the company. Footjoy has just come out with a new collection of shoes. So it'll say news. The reviews that you guys do say, amazingly enough, review. (laughs) That's pretty smart right there for somebody like me. Oh, wait, they reviewed this thing here. Uh, All right, something else I want to ask you before I let you go. Shafts are always a big topic and talking point in terms of Mm -hmm. clubs. Swings and I know this to be true. There are certain clubs that I've had over the years where I knew without knowing that the shaft was perfect for my golf mm-hmm. swing. And most of the clubs I have now, they're not. I can tell that, mm-hmm. you know, because otherwise yeah. I'd be hitting a perfect shot every time, clearly, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, again, this has all got to do with fitting and trusting the people that work on your clubs for you. Is there a, a new shaft that you've reviewed that you might uh, not endorse that you might recommend? Yeah. Um, you know, again, it's, it's hard to endorse something like universally. It's like everybody should play this. But I will say one line that stands out as being outstanding. Uh, the Mitsubishi Tensei 1K line. Okay. It's like a little 
kind of elevated version of their Tensei line, which a lot of people have seen. Uh, there are multiple different shafts in that line, lots of different weights and flexes. If you go to a good fitter, uh, try one of those out. Uh, they've got the blue coming out in maybe a month or so. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been playing the white for like two years. It's just nothing can beat it. It's for me. Wow. It's really, really good. What? Okay. I, I'm not sure I've ever asked you this. How good are you? Uh it depends when you catch me. I can look really bad. I okay. Really now good. you could say that for all of us, but I mean, are you a five handicap? Are you a 10 handicap? Are you, what, what would you say? I'm just trying to get, I'm not trying yeah, to, I'm yeah, just yeah. trying to get a feel for like when you say that shaft is the best for you. Yeah. My good days, I'm probably about a five ish. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah, bad, bad days closer to a 10 15. Yeah, well, duh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. but a bad day is better than, you know, anything else but than I, a good day I'll, most places. I'll tell you what I'm really good at right now is being an assistant softball coach. That is what I'm, <laughs> I'm well, top tier at that right and now. And you know what? So. That's the most important thing. That's more, much more important than your golf handicap. I can tell it you is. that. Yes. All right. Thanks a million, man. It's always great to talk to you, and uh, uh, I will talk to you again real soon because there's so much stuff coming out. We need reviews, period. Sounds good. Thanks, Matt. Backspin Golf with Matthew Lawrence is brought to you by French Lick Resort Casino. Welcome back. Now that the uh, Kentucky Derby is over, Basketball, you know, stuff that matters, Keeneland around here. The one thing we are all pointing towards now is July 13th to the 16th, the Barbasol Championship here. And so I wanted to speak with somebody that is, I don't have, I have no idea how he does everything he does over there. He's the general manager. That's that's not that term is wrong. There's got to be some bigger term uh, for what he does over at Keen Trace and champions at Keen Trace and Keen Run and uh, there's a lot going on as we speak. Basically, right now, Tyler Van Hoos joining me. Don't tell anybody. He's one of my favorite people. Hi, Ty. Always, always enjoy coming on and talking with you. All things Barbasol and golf in Kentucky. Is that? Can we talk about other stuff too, or do we have to keep it? I, you know? I, I'm open to all topics. Oh, okay. I, I'm not going to ask you anything about anything else. I just wanted to know, maybe yeah, for no, future reference. <laughs> please, I, I'll, talk, I'll talk all topics. Some, okay, uh, some right. opinions I'll let fly. You know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> here's where I want to start with you. So, as you know. Uh, this week, the most important tournament anywhere, I would say, happened out of champions at uh, Keene Trace. And that was the Barbasol Championship Media Day Tournament. Big day yesterday, or, uh, this week. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you know this, because sometimes... They try to hide this because they don't want people thinking it was fixed because I'm such a big deal around here. But my team won. I mean, team Shad Lacefield and Andrew and Keisha and me, we won the tournament. Do you have any comment 
uh, about that? Uh, the only thing I would say is when I was looking at the field and I saw that team there, I just assumed that you brought in a bunch of ringers. Boy, did I ever. Actually, uh, it was great. Shad Lacefield, who we've had on the show and is so incredible with what, what, a great guy. what he does. Uh, it was his team, and I played with he and uh, Andrew and Keisha, Kiasha. And I'm telling you what. It was a joy. She won the Kentucky Women's Open last July. Andrew is, uh, he's a, he is a, when you say a pro, like I know you're good, this guy is, uh, you know, just steps yeah, up he, 330. Yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's pretty good. So it was kind of, I will say that uh, they wouldn't have won without me. I know that. Of course. I mean, now did they give you? Did they tell you that that put you up for the for an exemption into the Barbasol? Actually, they didn't. Uh, and and <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, there's probably a reason for that. I would have expected Darren to tell me that, uh, but no, I haven't. I haven't heard. Maybe it's still upcoming. We got a little while. I'm, the I'm, sure, I'm sure the letters in the mail. That's pretty funny, wise guy. Uh, anyway, it was a fantastic day. And it started out, This was we had all the media there, the, almost all that will be covering this incredible event. One of, we'll say it again, one of 44 PGA Tour events in the world. And one of them is right here in Lexington. Uh, it started out with all of us uh, doing a, a Zoom call with Trey Mullenix, who won last year's Barbasol, and that was fantastic, too. What a great champion we have in Trey, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's so gracious and just you know, even after his win last year, we gotta watch him go on to the to the open championship and do well. And um it's just he I, we've had some great champions of the Barcelona in years past that we can kind of follow along. Of course you see uh Seamus Power yeah. at the top of the boards a lot these, these days and um but to have a champion that's gracious and will continue to, to come back and do media relations, you know, and all mm-hmm. those things, we're very, very blessed with Trey. Yeah, he was great. And then, uh, of course, we had one people, there are a lot of people that don't follow golf that regularly. And yes, there's a, a golf tournament here in Lexington. But the what most people that don't follow golf don't ever realize is how important these PGA tournaments are to local charities and to the communities where they're played. And boy, is that true with Caddy 127 and the Barbasol. It's really special with the, uh, what's happened with Caddy 127. Um, you know, not knowing what all it could be when the tour first came to the area and putting Caddy 127 together, we have um, six charities that that benefits directly and, I'll tell you, I'll give them some publicity. I'll tell you who those are. The All God's Children, uh, UK Children's Healthcare, uh, or the Children's Hospital, the mm-hmm. Make-A-Wish Foundation here uh, locally, uh, Refuge for Women, uh, Sunrise Children's Services, and the Woodhill Community Center. All of our funding that comes through Caddy 127 um, gets dispersed among those six charities. And we do some uh, other small one-off things here and right. there, but those are the, the main um, 
the main organizations that benefit from it and just to see what kind of impact it's made on those organizations and then see what kind of impact those organizations are making in our com- community with women and children. Right. Uh, it's really special to be a part of, and it, it makes the golf tournament mean a lot more than just, you know, as a golf nerd like myself, mm-hmm. it's really exciting to have the PGA Tour, especially at our own club. Yeah. Um, but to see what that is doing throughout the rest of the community is really special and makes it mean that much more. Uh, and while we were sitting there and hearing from different speakers, and I, w- I didn't know this, but I was amazed at re- the Refuge for Women uh, part of Caddy 127. What this has become, uh, and I-, I could be getting this wrong, but it's they're one, they were one of six charities uh, that, that for all the charities, for all the PGA Tour events, they're one of six that became a finalist, I think, for Charity of the Year or something like that. Is that right? Yeah, isn't that special? Oh. To be uh, to go from being the kind of the bottom of the totem pole with the P- that now we're making waves throughout all the rest of the tour with yeah. all the things, you know. The golf course ranks higher on the PGA Tour golf course rankings from Golf Digest than it did originally. We're up nine or ten spots, I think, this year. And our charities are getting recognized nationally. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's become something um, – uh, Hopefully that is a staple here in Kentucky and in Central Kentucky. That um, specifically with Caddy One Twenty Seven, that will right. be being able to raise money like this. Right. Uh, and okay, now let's get to the golf course, which I hadn't played it in a while. Of course, I hadn't played any golf since September, really, because I came back from that hip replacement, and you know, the first event I play in, I win. So I think it gives you a little, a li- even Sean shaking his head at that. I think it gives you a little insight into my character. But uh, that golf course, Champions over there, is was immaculate yesterday, uh, and it's it's. I can't wait till July and and see what happens with the course. Talk to us a little bit about the timeline for what goes on now. So we got we have till. The week of whatever July tenth or a little before that, what do you have to do? Of course, you'll be sitting in your office with your feet up, not really doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, give us a little idea of what's going to go on over there. Uh, sure. From from the golf course perspective, you know Carl Gray is our superintendent. He oversees both the Champions Course and the King Ranks Course. Amazing. Um, his staff and. Um, but a lot of the a lot of the work that goes into what we're doing with the golf course at this level, we don't have a lot of construction that we do. You know, we did some construction to the course building, a few new tees, cutting down several trees, things like that, as yeah. we compared when we originally started hosting this event several years ago. Um, there's not as much construction work like that that goes into it. It's more preparation and the agronomic side of making the grass green and making it grow and making it beautiful. Um, with you know a lot of the work uh, we've already done our, all of our airification schedules and things like that um, earlier this spring and so we're past all that then um, we bring in there is a lot of um, what it's very labor intensive as you can imagine mm. with this much land and so all of our temporary help or our um, seasonal help is on board we got them much earlier this year than we um, were able to last year and um, so now it's all just mowing and manicuring it because we want to keep it that way throughout the year. It's not necessarily a, a lead up on the golf course side to the barbersaw championship. It's uh, the, we're going to keep the property like that throughout the year. Uh huh. No. We have a few other events that come up kind of uh, as precursors to the barbersaw championship 
um, that are great little test runs for us um, on the lead up. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah, in about the middle of June, let's see, we're about let's see, about five weeks out. The um, outside construction crews will show up to start doing the build out to build the fan areas. You know, the, the all the tenting and the mm-hmm. structures and the uh, hospitality suites, all that kind of stuff. The good all stuff. That start, all the good stuff. That yeah. all goes starts going up on around uh, about the second week of June. Mm-hmm. And uh, they'll have that completed uh, just prior to, it takes about a month or so, just prior to um, pre-week for us to load everything in those hospitality spaces and prepare them for all the guests. Yep. Uh, And all of that is fantastic. Talk to us just for a minute about the volunteers. We we can't say enough about, we we couldn't do this without the volunteers. Uh, That would be the understatement. Understand, well, that's me. I like making those kind (laughs) of understatements. (laughs) <laughs> it, it requires several hundreds of volunteers to make yeah. this tournament happen. Um, everything from um, working the driving range to uh, there's a group called ShotLink that takes all that uses technology to mm-hmm. gather all the statistics from the event. How far did he hit it? Where did he hit it? Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. Um, to um, hospitality, um, uh, being a doorman at the hospitality uh, suites, all all that kind of stuff. We have all kinds of volunteer jobs and. Um, we will. We are taking volunteers. Registration is actually now open. You can register for that on uh, the Barbasol Championship website at barbasolchampionship.com. Mm-hmm. It will be one of the main headers that pops up. Um, but I can't encourage everybody enough to volunteer, not only for a great cause, but you get to be around um, the PGA Tour and really interact close up with the players and see and see them in action. And um, it's a it's a special experience. I won't lie. It, it's uh, it's a um, it requires effort. It's not just a pass through. It, it can be a long day, but so worth it for the volunteers. If there's one thing that we hear from the volunteers every year, uh, how great it was and how much fun they had yep. and that they're tired, uh, but they are the first to sign up for the next year. Absolutely. And as somebody who's been lucky enough to be involved in whatever way over there uh, for these years, none of us that are can say enough about the volunteers. Every phase of it is fantastic uh, over there. All right, so we got that. We got the volunteers. Again, it's barbasolchampionship.com. And tickets are on sale now, too. So you can get your tickets, right? Yep, that's right. Uh, All can be found at the website. Awesome. All right. So I think I'll I'll give you a couple of weeks, and then maybe uh, you and I can go out and play. That sounds good. Just to test the golf course. Yeah, okay, that'll be good. That'll be good, because... You know, having won the Media Days event, I, I'm the person you want uh, critiquing the golf course, I think. Yes, I'd need, we definitely need your input on how they're playing. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a million, man. Thank you. <laughs> I'll see you soon. Okay. See you soon. All right. Tyler Van Hoos. We had, the people running this event are just amazing. Darren Nelson and Tyler and Dan Kett and... Uh, all the great people over there. I mean, they do an incredible job with uh, the both golf courses, champions at Keen Run and Keen Trace. Okay, that'll do it. Another edition of Backspin Golf in the book. Well, it's not really in the books, right, Sean? It's it's not a book. It's a, a in the computer. I guess we can say on the hard drive. Could we say that? Yeah, he's shrugging. He doesn't. Sean doesn't care. That's all right, though. 
There's nobody better in the business at what he does than Sean. Yes, it is true. All right. uh, Thanks for listening. (laughs) We'll be back next week. Next week, PGA Championship week? Really? You know what that means, Sean. Sunday morning. (laughs) Sunday morning. Early. That's right. Okay. I hope all of you have a great week. Uh, Thanks, of course, to Ryan Ballingy, Matt Saturnus, and Tyler Van Hoos for joining me this week. And most, well, not most importantly, the guests are what's most important. I don't know what I'm doing here anymore. And you know what? That's okay. Uh, We couldn't do this show without our great partners, as I say, every week. Commonwealth Credit Union, Georgetown Advantage Air, Critter Control, Truly Nolan, Edwin Watts, French Lick Resort, Lexington Parks and Rec for our five great golf courses and all the great people, uh, all of them, Curtis and Justin and Josh and all of them. Thanks to for all they do for us. And Maple Leaf Roofing Systems, wowing Central Kentucky one roof at a time. And Gearheads of Nicholasville, all of them. Thanks so much uh, to them. Have a great rest of your day. Talk to you next Sunday morning on Backspin Golf on ESPN 92.5 and 1300 AM. Backspin Golf with Matthew Lawrence is brought to you by Lexington Parks and Recreation.